This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. They say the real beauty in success comes from the planning. But let's be honest, this week there's a lot to be said about the execution of the plan. Mansfield Town had a simple goal, back-to-back victories. What followed, a 6-1 thrashing of Oldham, was something special indeed. This week on the Mansfield Matters podcast, we reflect on the Stags' history-making, record-breaking week as we hear from boss John Dempster and quick-footed wingman Otis Khan. That pressure's not going to go away because as we climb the table, there'll be pressure to be in the playoffs and if um, we carry on winning, there'll be pressure to be in the top three. So that pressure's not going anywhere and it's a pressure that I'll, I'll embrace. The two years I spent at Yorba was playing on a left wing, coming off the left onto my right foot. Um, when it comes to Mansfield in my first year, I started trying to adapt to a new position as number 10. So I know that role really well on the left and... Um, I know I can play there and you'll play there well there and I enjoy playing there so it's it's a nice position to be in having the left wing and as a number 10. Um, I enjoyed that one, um, playing free and the fact that the result come after it was a 6-1 was, was obviously special for myself and special for their team. Plus we'll take a look at what's left in reserve as we ask the question, can Mansfield make it three, maybe even four wins in a row? as they face a trip to Forest Green Rovers and a home showdown with Salford City over the next week. As always, get your comments in on the live feed. This is the show for the fans and by the fans. Why? Because Mansfield matters. Ah, yes! Yes, yes, yes! Let's celebrate... Not because Mansfield have got back-to-back wins, because one, Camden's finally turned up in a stag shirt, and two, these two have stopped arguing for more than a minute. Yes! Thank you. Ish. Welcome to the... 
Time. For the fans, by the fans. Why? Because Mansfield matters. What a week it has been. Mansfield Town finally, finally recorded back-to-back victories. They've moved up in the league table and they scored six goals. We won't mention the fact we're playing against nine men. And it yeah, was, but we it, was on top before. Absolutely. Let's talk all about the positives. It's been a great week, hasn't it? Six-one. Be honest. Didn't expect that, did you, Nathan Edge? Six goals and Alex McDonald still didn't score. Sorry, let's get out of there. I'm only joking. I'm only joking. No, six goals, obviously. Yeah, but who oh, put Nicky oh, Maynard to be top scorer this season? Both of us. Did you go name that? Yeah. <laughs> you and I, you went for Rose. Anyway, uh, let's get back on. I'm only, I'm only kidding. I will um, apologise to Alex McDonald later on. Or oh, not, we'll see. Uh, but no, I think 6-1 is a, is a cracking scoreline and I'm quite disappointed, actually, that they got the two players sent off because I think in some ways that sort of um, papers over our good performance, really, because regardless of those... Well, I want to say regardless of those two senders off, I think if we even against 11, we'd have gone on to win that game because Absolutely. we looked a completely different team. Like, and I, I want to say that with fully confidence, but I can't because we did against Leighton Orient and we all know what happened there. But something felt different Saturday and I don't know what it was. That we just seemed to be playing with a lot more freedom, a lot more sort of confidence, uh, a lot more intensity and, uh, and, and intent. And... I think the vibe around the ground, that, that toxicity seemed to have uh, uh, dis- disappeared. I'm going to buy us a bell. I want a bell for Christmas, too. Every time we get, like, galvanised or toxicity, to just press the bell and just... If know, anybody wants to, uh, you know, sponsor yeah, us with a bell or whatever. Absolutely. Yeah. Every, every little bit helps. I don't know what that says about us three. Anyway, moving <laughs> on. Um, <laughs> the, uh, this, I think, will be the only negative point in the entirety of the show, which is fantastic. But... When they went down to nine men, only Mansfield Town could look like they'd had two players sent off and play worse against nine men for that five, ten minute spell. <coughs> you know, I'm it's right. A, it's a typical Mansfield, isn't it? Um, I, I can honestly hold my hands up and say I hate this club sometimes because you know what? The one time that I don't go to a game and we turn up. Yeah, we know what we need to do. Don't let them turn any more games. I thought I was a jinx this year, but clearly not. It's, uh, <laughs> it's obviously you. Definitely. I've seen us win once all season. How bad is that? Oh, and you want to come to Forest Green on Saturday with me? Definitely. Yeah, but it'd be a typical Mansfield to go and win there because they're doing well. That is very, very, very true. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, I think that it's an important point to raise, though, isn't it? Because we mentioned, you mentioned uh, the same thing as me. I felt exactly like we, we looked like a different team. They felt It felt different. It felt good. They felt like a zip and a spring in our step. And honestly, uh, when we scored the first goal, I turned around to the people I was sat around. Because uh, my dad actually missed it as well. So you can stay away from home games uh, in future. Um, I turned around to the people who sat around and uh, said, do you know what? I, I genuinely feel that we, we're going to turn these over and that was 11 v 11 I honestly felt at 11 v 11 we still might have won 4 or 5 nil because we looked that dangerous we looked that zippy and that zesty we looked like yeah. that danger was there that hunger to attack didn't we I mean, we've, got, we've got to put it out there I mean Oldham were I mean at <coughs> the moment they are a sh- bit of a shambles of a club uh, and uh, from looking at the response from the Oldham fans uh, after the game uh, I mean credit to them their support during the match was, oh, quality. was, was absolutely brilliant so you know, fair play to them for that, but that's kind of what happens, isn't it? When you're when you're a club in turmoil like they are, when you're losing like that, what you've got to make the most of your way days, and uh, you know, and, and and they definitely did. So fair play to them for that. But they are struggling, and you could see that because they 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 didn't have much about them at all, did they? And it's sort of um, 
we gave them their goal when it when it came and like you were just saying then it was only Mansfield Town that could sort of do that but uh, for me the, the the turning point was and this is why I think Maynard forget about his first two goals he deserves the man of the match and, and Connor Sean said that ball through oh, unreal and then for, for Maynard to go and do the business and put it in the back of the net that to me was absolutely pivotal because the timing of it at that point the, the 10 minutes before that when obviously we'd, we'd gone well conceded a goal I think the players would have gone into a few boos at half time given the, the atmosphere around us even though it was 2-1 up yeah it, it was getting it was you just felt something in the air like it was not going to go in very because well because their second goal until Shaughnessy put that ball through was coming their second yeah. goal was 100% coming I could feel it well, I will say I, I couldn't watch the highlights until Sunday night eh, Sunday night Saturday night and it, it, just the confidence we played it's like in games before we'd make that pass and it'd be just completely wrong we'd get the timing wrong or the run and be wrong everything just seemed to fall into place on Saturday and I, honestly I don't know which goal was better um, Callum's cross for Maynard to head in or Shaughnessy's pass through to Maynard and then even finish after Even the, the Khan that they went oh, for the te- second goal absolutely skinning him alive yeah. and it, it's great to see Otis playing with some confidence and, and being that, that real handful that we know he can be and it's just these key players that have seemed to go missing recently and it's just seem to fall into line that they're all coming back to form on at the same time. Absolutely, we'll talk more about Otis Khan uh, later in the show. But whilst we're talking about uh, Saturday's game, I want to talk about, uh, and this is probably going to be uh, a bold statement alert. We definitely need a horn or a bell to ring when we're making these statements. Bold statement alert time now. <laughs> Oldham's, thank you, Mr. Sound Effects. Uh, Oldham's goal is the turning point in our season, and I'll tell you why. Because in the build-up to the goal and the way in we, which we concede the goal, after those two red cards, we looked round and we went, it's all right, lads, played against nine men now. Put your feet up. We don't need to track runners. We don't need to put the effort in. We're 2-0 up. We're against nine men. All we've got to do is keep the ball. Oh, crap. They've got the ball. They've scored. And honestly, for that, it felt like 20 minutes, but it must have been, it, in reality, it was more like five. Yeah. Um, that period where, after their goal, they kept the ball better than us, they moved it better than us but their goal was the wake up call for us to say we need to stop being arrogant now we need to stop being complacent we need to be ruthless and after that point Shaughnessy's pass was the point where we said we are going to be ruthless and may not deserve the finish and it capped off a good first half and set the bar for the second half but for me that's the turning point in the season because everybody looked round at each other after that goal on the pitch and went Who's taking the blame then? And they all sort of went, we'll all take the blame. Let's go and put this right. And they did. And if we take that attitude and that application into Saturday, into Tuesday and into the rest of the season, we'll be fine. Bold statement, I know. But Enough. I think we were tracking runners and I think uh, Logan probably could have left that ball to go across the face of goal because there was nobody there. To, and it, the only way that the ball actually went to anyone is just when he palmed it straight out to him. It's a great assist. Still should have been tracking runners though. Oh, definitely. Uh, and, but it's just key decisions that I think we've got wrong this season. And I think it, it was a wake up call. And you think it goes back to that whole thing. You're, you're either galvanised or you're going to get absolutely slaughtered when you go down to ten men. Never mind nine men. And we saw it obviously against Cambridge. We capitulated quite badly. And as as did but, but on the as side, did Oldham after they scored. <laughs> you got the flip side though. But sometimes ten men can 
I'll have to say it, galvanise you because Grimsby away, you know, oh, yeah. there's a big difference between ten men and nine. <coughs> men. Oh yeah, you know, it, it's, ten men can sometimes bring you together and help you in some ways improve your performance, as we saw as the a Grimsby, perfect yeah. example of Grimsby. But nine men, it's very very difficult as long as the other team keep their discipline. So that's one thing I was worried about. I thought, you know, they're down to nine. The one thing the referee is probably going to want to do at some point if he gets the opportunity is to level it up. But we were sensible to a certain extent and I know Sweeney picked up his fifth yellow card so he's going to be suspended for a game now but oh, great. <laughs> we didn't get anybody sent off in that game which is the most important thing because obviously keeping the ball moving it around when we was already pretty confident from the start anyway you, there was no doubt in my mind after that third goal that we were going to going to win that game absolutely keep your comments uh, come in we want to know what you, which goal you were most impressed with on Saturday who you were most impressed with and let us know if you think our season's starting to get on track with that victory or is it just uh, a little bit of smoke to, to you know, a little bit of a, a up before the down? Is it just a... Is it just a distraction from the season, or is it the is it the turning point? Let us know your thoughts uh, in the comments below. Uh, good evening uh, to, uh, to, uh, to Chop, who says uh, who asks why Bobby why is Bobby not on the bench Saturday, and why did he not play on Tuesday? Obviously, the reserves had a game uh, on Tuesday which he did not play in. Uh, John Dempster cleared that up a little bit uh, in his midweek press conference. Uh, Re Bobby Lesnick, obviously back from a long term nine months plus injury. Um, seemed to come through that game in the cup relatively okay. Uh, the manager said that he wanted to get a full week's training in, in him, which is great. If he would have gone to the Warsaw, was it Warsaw Reserves? It was, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, if he'd gone to the Warsaw Reserve games, then that's uh, a day's travelling pretty much, just plus a game, plus recovery time after a game, being out of the group. That's two days out of the group, not consistent within the group. Probably the best thing to do was to keep him in house. Had that game been at home, I think he might have played. No need to rush him back after nine months out. Uh, Logan has done relatively okay in the last uh, couple of games or so. Uh, and Aidan Stone's a good young prospect as well. Let's not rush him back and risk uh, further damage on that one. Uh, and Libby uh, Milne says, uh, you need a Rose shirt on the wall. We do probably need a, a Danny Rose shirt on the wall. You're right. If um, anyone's got one to donate. Yeah, if you've got one to donate, <laughs> uh, drop us a message and let us know. If Danny Rose yourself for watching or listening, as I know you occasionally do, uh, you know where to find me uh, to pass one, of, pass one of those uh, over. I do also know uh, that... Um, asking for a shirt at that season if they give a shirt to a fan they do have to pay to replace it um, oh. so uh, and it's it's not cheap either it's I'm not, I'm not going to reveal um, what I've heard the, the, the fan is but it, it, I won't pay it um, anyway uh, moving on let us know your thoughts on Saturday in the comments uh, below we really want to hear um what your thoughts are who impressed you what goal were you impressed with the most and has this been the turning point for the season uh, Mark has been in touch uh, he says uh, very impressed with Maynard I know he'll grab all the headlines but he hasn't been getting the service so we need to make more chances for him and he will bag plenty of goals interesting one on Maynard of course obviously he scored so many goals last season uh, Nathan quite rightly was uh, you know touted by many in pre-season <laughs> thanks Oldham all, yeah absolutely uh, we felt He's not know. pulling up any plants, is he? That's no, he's really plan. not. <laughs> um, oh, jeez. He needed a game like that, didn't he, to get the service and to, to get the goals. And I, I feel, you know, that if he can get a bit of a run going, him and Danny Rose up front, you, you know, you, you could 
plus out his can chipping in as well from, from the wide areas we're going to create more chances and going to score more goals you can see a partnership there between the two can't you and uh, I think it's been a frustrating start for him to be honest even though he's up to five goals now for the season you know he's still he's had a bit of injuries he's missed quite a few games already um, and when he has been playing he's been playing uh, you know for the majority of the season so far in a in a side that's not been creating that many chances really so um, you know we, we did alright at the very very beginning for the first few games and then since then the you know he must be thinking oh, I've gone from Berry where he's literally had everything put on a plate to him really because we, we all saw the brand that Berry played last year wasn't you know it was superb football great chances yeah. you know and it, 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 it couldn't have really been that much easier for him really as a striker you still got to put the ball in the net so I'm not taking it away from him in that aspect but then coming to this team that has got to a sticky start you know it, it would have been frustrating for him but we've seen on Saturday what you do if you give him service and again I'm going to talk about the, the first two goals because that was against 11 men so you know they, the, if the balls were put into that's a dangerous area that's more reflective of the, players he, the player he's going to be playing 11 v 11 because when you yeah. playing 11 v 9 naturally you've got the space yeah or well sometimes you actually have less space in some ways because they're more you close the game out and, yeah, yeah. But, but I think you just on a fair reflection the balls that we put into the box first from Gordon and then from uh, an Otis Khan he was on the end of them and they were two very different goals one was just sort of on his toes goals. it was there alert wasn't he yeah hungry for it he wanted it and he wanted to he wanted to be the first one in that box to react to the situation and if we can continue to be creative and put those sort of balls in the box then uh, you know I fancy him to get more which is why I, and I suppose the I, know, I, sh- I should I shouldn't need to say it as well but a little bit of credit needs to go to Danny Rose in the build, the deeper build up to those goals in terms of winning the ball in that area between the halfway line the edge of the box to get the ball wide and, and to break up play and if you watch back the full highlights and the full game you'll see that work done by him for both of the goals especially the second to get it out to, to Otis Khan yeah I, oh, definitely. I was going to bring up Danny and what I'm going to say and, uh, in the past obviously we've had Attacking players and players that can score goals, but very much doing it on their own, on their own, very much like Matt Green and just other sort of players that pretty much do it on their own. At least with obviously Danny's on what seven for the season now. Mickey's on now five. Uh, we're not just getting goals from Pierce's on one three, place. <laughs> yeah, Chiefs on a couple already, and um, I'm trying to think who else has scored this season. Callum, uh, Callum yeah. scored one. But it's more it's coming from more than one place and I think if we can keep this partnership going and get that um get that relationship much stronger, uh there's no reason that either of them can't be pushing twenty goals because they're both capable of it. Quite clearly. Absolutely. But they um, need they need the supply, don't they? That, that's oh yeah, and I think I think that's why like no disrespect to someone like Dion Donahue, the player that they brought in to replace him in Con Shaughnessy, is he, he's ten times the player. And that's think Shaughnessy, if he hadn't got injured, he'd more than likely be playing in the Championship for Leeds. Absolutely, and you know we're blessed in some ways to for, for him to to come down here and make that impression. Let's just clear up one thing on the uh, the Maynard uh, performance. Did he intend the pass? For Dapo, no. or was it a shot? Shot. I th- it, it, just striker's intent you threw on goal. I think it's a shot that he's scuffed, personally. Nave? Possibly a shot, but 
I don't really care. He went in yeah. back of the net, so uh, does it really matter? I'll go, I'll <laughs> go for definite assist shot. Um, <laughs> did really well to battle against the player to actually stay on his feet and not go down, expect a free kick and did break through and do the damage. Yeah, but, and also as well, just on that, uh, obviously we send our very best wishes to the Oldham player, but uh, brilliant from him. Just came off the bench. You what? Was it three one four one three one at the time, wasn't it? Or four one? Four one. Three, you were four one down away from home. You danced nine men. Seriously, there would be some footballers who would just go, "No, go on, they mate, through you go." I'm not, I'm not bothered. But he put his body on the line for his team, and that's a great action. I suppose the thing is, fast recovery to him, and well done to the chief as well. If the referee had really been bothered and Maynard had gone down, that had been another red. He'd have been gone. He'd have been gone anyway. Given the circumstances, he made the correct decision. That's enough. Absolutely. Uh, Keep your comments coming in, coming in thick thick and fast now tonight. Uh, Jody uh, says, "I'm delighted with the positive atmosphere around the mill. Let's keep it up." I was really impressed by the way Jimmy Knowles took the penalty very cool uh, credit to Mal Benning on that one as well um, Dapo Arfalayan uh, decided uh, wings. Uh, he did uh, he said after the game in his interview that he wanted to take the penalty um, obviously he won it so it would have been just but Mal Benning picked up the ball pointed at Jimmy Knowles and uh, all the players backed him and it was a great thing to see <laughs> and also the uh, the players in the dressing room after the game applauding and things like that great moment for him to score his first football league goal I feel like uh, Dapper might have got a few booze if he stepped up that penalty, to be fair. But uh, no, I mean, <coughs> what an opportunity it was. And we, we were saying on this podcast last week about the subject of should Jimmy Knowles be in the, in the, well, in the, uh, you know, in the squad or not. Uh, and we, we all said that the only reason he should be is if, he, if he's going to be given game time. And I was sat there uh, at half-time thinking, get one more goal. And yeah. put him on the pitch yeah. and for a yeah. while I didn't think he was going to do it and I was fuming at one point actually but I think yeah. second substitute was it was it Dapper who come on then I was I think yeah, they were very second. close to each other weren't they yeah. uh, um, Rosie went off for Dapo wrote with a little bit of a knock which is being monitored so that would be touch and go for Forest Green uh, Saturday which also opens up a door for uh, Jimmy Knowles to, to come in and then obviously uh, Maynard what, was it Maynard? Alex McDonald went off didn't he? McDonald uh, went off yeah but, uh, so when Dapper yeah. came on I was fuming because I was thinking put Jimmy on this is the most perfect opportunity you could do but Absolutely. thankfully a few minutes later he did and and what a chance it was for him to to you know to get a, a penalty really and, and we bought fly away Dapo on first because he replaced Macca and at that point we'd got Dapo, Rose and Maynard all on the pitch at the same time yeah, yeah and then Rosie went off 3-1 up then Rosie went off because Dapo was, scored the four it was just the, the fact yeah. that yeah, I, or oh, Mal scored the Mal scored the Mal, Mal. Yeah. I know at the time I wanted uh, I just felt like if you're going to put on a young player put on your own I know yeah. I know. I'm not saying we shouldn't develop Dapper because that's not what I'm saying I just thought in that circumstance when we've got such a good lead yeah. put on Jimmy Knowles that's, that's the time to put him on but so at least like, it happened on, on the Dapper thing I think it was very much a questionable transfer uh, loan bringing in I think it was an absolutely necessary one at the time. Yeah, well, yeah, at the time, injuries, at the time yeah. but it was questionable based on his stats of whatever he'd scored in the previous season. But he has improved since he's been here. Look, all I'm going to say is, without his loan signing, we wouldn't. Me and Nathan would have had the most hilarious night ever at Nathan's house, and yeah, and we wouldn't have created the most genius terrorist chant, which will never get sang on the terraces. Uh, are flying with Tell you wings. what, when he, when he gets a when he gets a hat trick at Forest Green on Saturday, everyone was singing "Are flying without wings." I can tell you that right now. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. Um, well, there you Come go. On, make it happen. If you really care about the card podcast, make it happen. I don't, can't believe you just said that. That's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, keep your <laughs> comments. Put on a t-shirt. <laughs> uh, keep your comments coming in. Uh, Roger says if Maynard gets a service like Saturday, it's twenty plus for the season. That's a cert. The goal conceded was too easy for them. Do you think this is still a worry? I'm going to say no because of the way Mansfield responded to it. What do you think, Cam? Uh, it's a weird one because we shouldn't have got ourselves into that situation. We should have been, we should have still kept it, kept it tight, and um, it, it's a really weird one because you, you say, "Great, the downtime men will go and hammer him." Typical Mansfield will make it hard for ourselves, and I think it did, it did galvanise the team, and I don't know really. I, I, I think it was the mentality thing at that moment in time. Like, we're not going if we, if we touch wood, you know, if we went two two and up against Forest Green, we're not going to react and say it was just because of the went to nine men. It was a bizarre situation. I mean, how often do you see I, two players like that? that. You got to credit the referee by the way because they were both cast iron reds. He played, oh, yeah, he, he played on from the first one, which was a booking. His second booking, uh, then he lunges into a tackle, so he deals with that straight away, and then he goes, oh, actually. Lots of referees could actually get away with sending him off and going, well, I'll leave that instant because that's happened. But no, great refereeing. Fair play to you. I'm top, top, not sure if it was a second booking for the tackle or second booking for no, gaining it some goal. Watch, watch it back. Definitely the, definite the tackle because yeah. he floored Bish. I know he floored Bish. I'm not, I'm not sure because I know he was also giving the referee a lot of lip. I can see that on the video from the pitch side let, video. Let's face it, he could have probably got three yellow cards every Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah His sending off was just. That's, yeah, let, let's yeah. say that. But, but, I, I genuinely think just because they're so excited, you put yourselves in a player's shoes at that point, tune a lot, playing well, be, you know, hammering anyway, you're just going to think, hey, well, this is crazy. We've won this game already. Which is why. And I then, think. you know, Sapp all of a sudden. All of them thinking, well, we've got nothing to lose. Let's uh, let's just go for it, and you know that that's where why they got their goal. And I, I don't think we're going to do that against eleven men. I think we're we're more professional than that. And you know, as daft as it sounds to do it against nine men, I just think it's a completely different scenario. One would hope. Uh, keep um, keep your comments uh, coming in. Uh, Richard says, I liked the fact that even though the game was won, all three subs were attackers: Cook, Affalan, and Knowles. That wanted to make an impact yeah you've got to credit John Dempsey there because it would have been so easy to uh, bring on uh, defence minded players and shut up shop and just keep possession but went for the jugular and certainly um, you know certainly got around that um, Roger says I thought Benning got floored Benning got smashed for the straight red it was Bishop uh, that got floored for the uh, for the yellow because he played a 1-2 with yeah. Mal uh, Richard says we will learn a lot more Saturday if we turned a corner or not beating old uh, we will learn a lot more sat- Saturday if we t- in regards to if we turned a corner not beating Oldham a team in decline absolutely the proof is only oh, yeah. the proof of how good you are is only how you respond in your next game uh, and Simon's also been in touch with us evening boys how's you all how's the McDonald debate going well, I, I might fancy KFC later to be honest so it just depends oh sorry that debate I tried to well, well, in all fairness <laughs> I was sat in McDonald's on Saturday when we won so Alex McDonald might have been yeah whilst, might as well have been. whilst these two start pointlessly again let's get some reaction from within, let's get some reaction from within the Stags camp okay. let's get the thoughts of yeah. the Stags boss John Dempster on how important it was because let's not forget we talk about this 6-1 victory and we talk about a good performance etc but it was actually 
a back-to-back -back win. Let's find out what the Stags boss thought of getting back-to-back -back victories for the first time this season and the first time in his managerial tenure. Here's Stags boss John Dempster speaking to iFollow Stags. It's crucial at League Two level because if you can do that over the course of the season, put back-to-back -back wins together, you find yourself... Um, moving up the table quickly and um, being in touch and distance so we'll be looking for more back-to-back -back wins in it, throughout this campaign it's um, vitally important that we changed our, our home form I know it's only one game but we want to be um, a force in particular at home um, I think some of our away performances have been good this year uh, but we're yet to kind of set the world alight at home and I think Saturday was um, certainly the start of us going in the right direction. For Jimmy to be in the history books already is, you know, it's a massive achievement and uh, one that he should be proud of but I'm proud of as well because the way he came off the bench and performed was excellent but to, to step up under pressure and slot it home the way, he's, the way he did and to enter the history books is a huge, a huge achievement and Probably one that's going to stay there for a number of years because I, I don't know what the the, um, the stats are or what the historian will be saying in terms of who the, who the last player was. But um, I'm sure Jimmy will you know remain in the history books for being the youngest penalty taker and hopefully he might break a few a few more records along the way. It doesn't matter what the scenario is within the game if if you're um, entering the history books for, for the right reasons and you know their stats to be proud of and um, I said after the game it was definitely a performance to be proud of from the players even when Oldham had 11 men on the pitch we were dominating I think Danny Rose had two good opportunities before we'd even gone 2-0 up um, yeah, so really pleased with the performance. Um, great to, to send the, the, the home fans away happy and um, I'm sure everybody enjoyed their weekend. Um, but it, it's back to the grindstone today. Um, the players are back in. Um, we'll be working hard this week because we know we've got a very difficult challenge ahead of us um, for us green on Saturday. Yeah, but the floor is definitely better than... Uh, like a uh, like no. a ninety nine or something no, like not that. Having it. Oh, yeah, there's, there's more choice. Rubbish. Like yeah. boss John Dempster speaking yeah, to like you're on a health Simon, crazy, Simon look no, no, look no, at no, what no, you no, have no, started. No, the gym. Why do I have to put with these? Well, I, much, well, I reckon I get more sense out of your two twin boys, to be honest, than these two. Can we go back to losing? Because it was much simpler then than this podcast. <laughs> we all agreed on something then. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Stags boss John Lemps was speaking to I Follow Stags earlier this week. You can watch that in full by visiting mattermontown.net forward slash, or is it that way? Uh, <laughs> I, it's that way, isn't it? Uh, I Follow. Uh, lots of great content on there. Plus, uh, including the reserves highlights uh, from earlier this week. Obviously, uh, a decent result there. Let's talk a little bit about that before we uh, yes, hear, John Graham. hear more from John Lemps and Otis Khan. Uh, very briefly obviously a very young squad-ish which went to uh, to play the game at Warsaw Jordan Graham as you mentioned scoring late on together as a, a point in that one great to see him return isn't it oh definitely I think it's one of them that was briefly saw last season that was starting to really really get going and putting some decent performances uh, and yet again it's another player that lost his season through injury and it's just unfortunate, but I suppose it, it, you can show a quality player that you, when you've come back from injury, you can just fit straight back into a team and 
and hit the ground running again and it's absolutely fantastic and let's hope A carries on that goal scoring form and B puts in some good performances because you know what when we get to mid-November early December when games really start coming thick and fast because of the FA Cup and then uh, Checker whatever cup if we ever make it that's the one got to win at Burton got to win at Burton Um, but that's still a possibility to go through so that's another game that we'd end up having if we lost another player through injury we're screwed but we've now got players starting to come through so Dapo's starting to improve I feel we're quite strong um, up front at the moment because uh, uh, Davis isn't far from coming back either so. well, exactly we've got we've got, yeah, but got to remember, what you've got to remember there with, with Graham and Davis is they've both been out for a long time they're not yeah. just going to come straight back into the fold Jordan Graham played basically half an hour and basically said he was knackered um, and he's he, and he's, he's not he's not a play for him by CJ yeah. well, which, is, which is good for CJ as well to get a bit of confidence hopefully just don't expect them to just walk straight into the side oh, on, yeah, on Saturday it's not going to happen it's going to be a long process with more reserve games more minutes it's the same with, with Bobby Lesnick he's not going to walk straight back into in, into the side oh yeah point, point proven he wasn't, so, he wasn't even on the bench on Saturday so exactly you might see him on the bench Saturday maybe it's, it's, it's one of those things though isn't it at the moment like as much as you want to see them sort of in an involved at the moment we don't we're not we've not got loads of injuries and stuff, so we don't why rush them back if you don't have to if, if you've got if we had the injury crisis that we did earlier this season then fair enough you'd, you'd probably uh, you might take a little bit of a risk and bring them in a, a bit earlier but we don't need to do that right now we're, we're in a pretty good condition at the moment touch wood it stays that way yeah absolutely fingers crossed it does obviously uh, senior senior players playing in that one uh, obviously um, Aidan Stone got a run out in goal CJ Hamilton played in it Willem Tomlinson played in it Dapo played in it um, James Clark, Lewis Gibbons. So the the twenty ones basically in the reserves. Good to get them minutes under the belt, but very much preparation from John Dempster's perspective was minimal uh, disruptions to the the squad, with an eye on preparation very much for Saturday and Tuesday. This is a very very tough week coming up, isn't it? Forest Green a very tough place to go as well. It's a horrible place to go, especially really? if it's raining. Oh, horrific. Um, there's not really much else you can say about saying, Forest Green. Call, call that for half time, you're ready to a Tuesday night at some yeah. point. I will kill somebody if that happens. <laughs> Please don't, because I'm the one that's going in the car with him. So, <laughs> this is where I was hoping, this is where I would have preferred Saturday to not be playing against nine men because it's hard to know if we definitely were going to be good for 90 minutes and turn the corner. You know how you mentioned yeah. earlier, uh, you know, is this what's going to kickstart a season or was it the fact that we're against nine men? So, even though we played well for the first 30 minutes, we don't know what would have happened that second half, do we? Now it's impossible to ever know. It could have been a, a, a repeat of Leighton Orient, or we well and truly could have turned a corner and carried on uh, the way we had been. So, well, popular opinion, I think uh, obviously it's, it's great that we've got this confidence, this massive buzz, and this massive bounce from that from such a victory. But in, in actual fact, it's not done us any favours them going down to nine men so early because, as you say, it's not really testers. It, it's just done been basically made a training session and an exhibition game yeah and we've got to be careful um, you know we can't we can't now go into Saturday's game especially the, the, when given the opposition and what sort of team they are this season we cannot go in there overconfident we need to keep ourselves grounded a little bit and I, I've not listened to the full interview so I may, I may have took it out of context a little bit but John Dempsey did say in his in his uh, one of his press conferences about other teams starting to fear us 
I think it's a bit soon for them comments, personally. Like I said, I don't know if I took it out of context, and it's all oh, my hands up if I have, because I haven't watched the full interview yet, but um, I don't think 1-6-1 victory against nine men is uh, a, you know something that's going to start making another team's fear us. So we need to keep ourselves grounded and make sure we're willing to work hard outside because I think we're gonna, it's going to be a bat. Interesting oh, point, and I'll come back to it in a, in a second because I think that's going to spiral on to something else in terms of uh, the way we've been playing as well, in terms of shape and things like that. A um, couple of comments more coming in. Uh, Roger says, team play better without CJ. Could it be out for some time if winning ways continue? Again, it, it wasn't really a game for him to, to play. I, th- I think if we'd have been, again, if we'd have been playing against 11, he might have come on and, and made an impact, but he, there was no need for him to come on. It was a perfect opportunity to bring Idapo on to get him some minutes, to get to get Noel some real football league experience, to get Cook minutes in the in the belt. It, there was no need for a CJ. It would have just been, yeah. So CJ's a player that's going to thrive from having space. And now I know you, we did have space because they were down to nine men. However. <coughs> It was space on the board to play passes. It wasn't space in behind where yeah. CJ is going to hurt them. So I was thinking that at the time, thinking it is, although it's an opportunity for Tuan to maybe get a bit of confidence, there's not really much point. Put the other ones on, they benefit from it more. So. In some ways, it would have been like bringing a sl- using a sledgehammer to crack a nut. In some respects, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's a pointless exercise. Exactly. So I, I'd agree that he didn't need to come on. Hence, why he played in the reserves and probably had a tougher time of it. Yeah. He's, like everyone else who's not in the starting line lineup, got to work hard to get in the side. And then you've got the other aspect as well about Otis Khan playing on the left. And at the moment, uh, going on form, you'd probably put him there in front of uh, CJ anyway. So, uh, and that's probably going to be a good thing because last year CJ didn't really have any um, competition in that aspect in in that area. Thankfully, he was playing well anyway. So no one's going to really shift him and he probably wasn't playing there half the time anyway but uh, <laughs> but but you know if you're going to put him in this, his main position you've got Otis challenging that depending on what formation we go in and at the moment I'd put Otis there in front of him anyway let's talk Otis Khan we're going to hear from him in a minute but Cal obviously uh, probably probably his best game in the Mansfield shirt on Saturday yes he had more space because of the, the, the men advan- dis- the men uh, difference but his play for the second goal at 11 v 11 some of the football he played some of the passes he made the movement he made absolutely outstanding he's come out this week and said I want to play on the left wing and that's where he's been effective oh definitely and I think it was David Wheaton was the goal uh, was the the defender he he might as well have not been there to be honest he had a mare didn't he he sorry Samal but he he definitely put the ball into the net because your shot was not going in (laughs) love you <laughs> so mild of bedding, uh, but no. Um, yeah, he had a stinker, and when it's going wrong for you, it's just going wrong. And I think his day started when he was just getting spun by Otis for that second goal. But it's just that creative play that we saw briefly last season before he got injured, and then, as with most plays, you, you, when you come back from injury, you never seem to be th- the same player. But we're now starting to see the Otis that we always thought we were going to get it's the same way Nicky um, we've got this great player not really seen it so far and I'm just going to go back to Nicky Maynard too I think it was a Scunthorpe game coming off so it just looked so negative with one but it just seemed so negative and I think him and Otis and, and Rosie it's nice to see them play with a bit of confidence now they've I know it was 6-1 yes it was 9 men blah 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 whatever 
but we were playing football and there was just no passion no hunger no desire we looked so so predictable so boring and just a team with no confidence not wanting to play that pass and now we've got a team that's won back-to-back games for the first time scored more than two goals in a game for the first time this season and I think another stat was we've not we didn't, I don't think we went offside the entire game no, I can't remember I, where I saw that I don't think that's true because I can, I def- know, I can definitely remember Rosie getting flagged offside I'm not sure someone said that I'm not sure if it was this game or the last game but this might be wrong but yeah, it, who cares playing with confidence absolutely playing with confidence and I think that's something we've lacked massively so far this season we saw last season we played with so much confidence so much flair and so much ability and it's something that we didn't we've not seen up until uh, well Saturday Otis Khan though Nath left wing or in behind where's his best position on Saturday you'd probably say left wing really but it's, it's to be honest I just think he needs to be on the pitch at the moment so that that question, the answer to that question is going to be detailed on what formation we're going to play so we'll come on to that after we've heard from the yeah. man himself uh, here is Otis Khan who uh, looks back on that 6-1 victory and his own performance uh, and his time at the Stags thus far he's been speaking to I follow Stags I think once we started, we was confident in the first half, and to get that amount of goals at home, especially, um, we knew it's been coming. And the fact that we got that result at home is great for everyone. It's great for us. It's great for the fans. It's great for the club. I think when Nicky got his second and his third, um, obviously the sending off was a ma- major impact in the game. Um, we knew we could c- control the game from them, but when they obviously scored the goal, it was um, a bit nervy. But after that, got into the flow of the game more, controlled the game throughout the whole game, more or less. Um, and then, yeah, it was, it was the best thing that could have happened, them two getting sent and off for us, and we controlled the game after that. I played on the left wing. Uh, the gaff said, go and express yourself, which I did. It gives me the freedom to play and the freedom to play how I want to play. And... Um, um, it was nice to get an assist for Nicky. I think it's uh, because the two years I spent at Yeovil was playing on the left wing, coming off the left onto my right foot. Um, when I come to Mansfield in my first year, I started trying to adapt to a new position as number 10. So I know that role really well on the left and um, I know I can play there and you know, play there well there and I enjoy playing there. So it's, it's a nice position to be in having the left wing and as a number 10. Um, I enjoyed that one, um, playing free. And the fact that the result come after it was a six one was was obviously special for myself and special for the team. I think that comes down a lot to the gaffer really. He's, he's given me the freedom to play, given the freedom to express myself, um, and not think about too much really. Just go out there and show what I can do. Um, I think a lot of credit goes to him for that. Otis Khan speaking to you. I follow Stags earlier this week. You can watch that in full at mansfieldtown.net forward slash. Uh, I follow lots of great content on there as always Uh, let's move on then and talk a little bit more uh, about uh, the game itself one thing we we didn't touch upon earlier in that um, 6-1 victory was the way in which Mansfield changed because did anyone notice a subtle tweak in formation in that game yeah can? Obviously, I not. weren't there, so I wouldn't <laughs> know. Uh, Sags changed to a back four, obviously with um, the suspension um, to uh, to Hayden White, etc. Um, 
difference in formation went to a flat back four which obviously became a lot more expressive with uh, Gordon and Benning sitting in as the third centre back when we were on the ball and attacking and seeing the defence out that change in formation that fluidity that difference in structure has been something which Dempster has been working on for a long time Nathan and I think to be fair it is something which he deserves credit for because last season as good as we were and as in, as informed as we, we were we were very much rigid in terms of playing one formation all the time the fact that we can drop into three or four different formations at any given point and players can play in different positions that's going to be something which is going to be key towards our progression once the players are brought into it yeah I mean we've changed um, to that formation a couple of times this season and, and it's paid off uh, Newport away the very you know, first game of the season we, we changed to that and brought back the two goals and there was another game as well where it proved to be quite effective um, so you know they, they do seem to have uh, brought into it quite well and obviously the more they work on that and on the training ground the better that's going to become so it was nice to start from that and uh, I think it certainly improved us going forward in particular because that's where you gave the the, the license to the to like Sabotis Khan to sort of be a bit freer and expressive and that's why as he just said there in his interview uh, giving that freedoms, helping him putting the performances that he is doing so that's great I don't know whether it was like you mentioned there the fact that Hayden White's suspended that's sort of uh, forced it so whether he would have done it if we was uh, had no no suspensions I don't know obviously now we come on to Saturday and we're going, we're going to be missing uh, Ryan Sweeney but then Matt Preston I think is back yes, so, indeed, yeah. um, so you could still he could go either way we're back three or, or four so I don't know we obviously don't know what he's going to do the only thing is for me with that is as much as I I probably prefer it at the moment over the three at the back is we don't we wasn't tested uh, in that form formation defensively because obviously one Oldham were poor and two they went down to their men so if we do that against Forest Green they are 100% going to test us a hell of a lot more than probably what anybody has so far this season in my opinion and so. the issue is as well if you go with the back three who's your third defender because you've, with Sweeney out you've got no natural left sided uh, left sided central defender Pierce can play there but he's more comfortable in the central or the right uh, Preston's definitely right sided Shaughnessy you would say is right sided the, the option there is Mal. Um, we love <laughs> Samal. We love Samal. <laughs> but but no, he's not a centre back. No, definitely not. And I think, <coughs> I think coming back to the whole being able to change the system during the game is the, the fact that we have at the minute, not in, obviously not including suspensions, which are uh, with Ryan Sweeney. I think the fact that we can, we have got players that can play more than one position. Obviously, like you look. Uh, the midfield and you've got obviously Otis is left sided but also likes to play just behind the attack Maka can play in the centre but also on the right uh, Bish can play defensive uh, mid and Maka can also play in behind uh, Shaughnessy can drop into the back three and it, it's just that having that flexibility we've got 90% of these players last season but it was very much if it ain't broken why fix it which is a fair point which is a whereas fair this point. season it's very up until the last two games it's been very 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 broken but it just seems that we've seemed to have turned a corner with a little bit more stability in the squad like we're not chopping and changing every week and we're making maybe a small tweak to the formation or maybe one player will drop back because they're not quite fit enough or 
in this case a lot this season we've had to drop players because of suspensions yeah. what's that five in average five one in every two games doesn't it it's it's, it's poor, poor it's poor but it, let's just hope we can just keep this momentum going and I think having this flexibility will help us do that because you think we could play the four 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 two or four three one two whatever you want to do when you want to play attacking football when you say you've got a one goal lead going into the last 15 minutes you've got the flexibility you can drop into that back five and ensure the backup as well as still being able to play that attacking counter-attack football with your wing-backs going forward. John Dempster's been very vocal this week, Nate, about uh, the impact of uh, Ryan Sweeney. He's praised him, probably his uh, pick of his back three or back four or whatever so far this season. Still a young defender. Uh, still delighted that we got him for a f- from a f- on a free from Absolutely. Stoke last January. One of the best bits of business we- we've done for a long, Stoke a, thinking a long that time. One, Absolutely, I'm sure there'll be some clause down there in, written in there uh, somewhere at some point. But um, it, his suspension couldn't have come at a worse time, could it? Because as we say, we, we're playing all right. We're our games improving. We're looking to get that stability back at at the back. He's key to that and we're coming up against probably the best football inside in the league on Saturday yeah, yeah I, I, like you say it, it probably is the worst time in really um, and really obviously probably going to be a straight for, swap for Preston and my personal opinion is Preston struggled at the start of the season so um, I don't know it's going to be an interesting one I think like, like I said earlier it's, we're going to get tested regardless even if we're as a full strength on fire screen I think they're going to be up there come the end of the season uh, so it's going to be tough but um, I don't know it, it all depends on what formation to go with I, I, it's, it's, a part, it's getting the partnerships right I think back there so whether we'll see Shaughnessy drop back I don't know but it'll be it's a difficult conundrum for, for John Dempster that he's going to have to try and figure out. I'm going to go to John Dempster's next bit of audio now, mainly to give Nathan the opportunity to, to lie down after he just used a big word, conundrum. Uh, <laughs> let's uh, hear from the Stags boss, John Dempster, uh, and get his thoughts on the suspension of Ryan Sweeney, who of course will miss Saturday's game to Forest Green after picking up five yellow cards in the league this season. Ryan's been in fine form. Um, I think people forget... Um, that Ryan's a young centre-back because he's played a number of games now and um, has played a lot of games this season. But he'll be missed, but we're fortunate that uh, Perez is back in the fold, so he'll certainly be in contention. We've obviously got Connor that can play there as well. Um, so there's a number of different options that we can use on, on Saturday uh, and, and we'll look forward to having Ryan back from suspension uh, in, a, in a week or so's time. From the start, I said I wanted to be a, a team that can play a number of formations without overcomplicating it. And um, we haven't got to the place where I want it to be quick enough. Um, and what I mean by that is we're now confident playing 4-4-2. Um, we can play 3-5-2 uh, and we've also been successful with the 3-4-3 as well. So that's where I want it to be sooner. It's took us a while to get there. But now I feel that whether... However, we go into a game, we've got a couple of systems that we can uh, flip to if we felt tactically that's what was required. Um, you know, it's important we don't overcomplicate and the players know what their roles and responsibilities are. But because we've got a strong squad and a number of players that can play in different positions, uh, I've, I, I'm slowly starting to feel 
that I'm getting the group where they need to be, uh, and and you can all, you can feel that back from the players as well in their in their confidence and belief. That pressure is not going to go away because as we climb the table, there'll be pressure to be in the playoffs, and if um, we carry on winning, there'll be pressure to be in the top three. So that pressure is not going anywhere, and it's a pressure that I'll I'll embrace. But of course. Um, it's a pressure you enjoy more if you know you're heading in the right direction and moving up the table, which I feel we are. And you know I've been harping on over the last month or so about us going in the right direction and performing how I want us to perform. Um, and I think Saturday's performance and result was coming. Stakes boss. Stakes boss John Dempster speaking to you. I followed Stakes earlier this week. You can watch that in full by heading to mansfieldtown.net forward slash uh, forward slash I follow. Lots of great content as always uh, on their interesting comments from the Stakes boss there, Cam, in terms of uh, the pressure and wanting to move up the table, but also in terms of uh, mixing things up in terms of formations. He's got a huge, huge decision to make on Saturday, probably in terms of try to take us forward and get that third consecutive win the biggest decision to make in terms of A who plays and B what formation he goes with it's a given really isn't it that Matt Preston is going to come back in the side surely possibly who else is going to play centre half or the, alongside Pierce sure say. Sure, then sure you sacrifice the, the good work he did in midfield and the excellent work he did in midfield yeah, we've got Macca to make up for that haven't we yeah, oh, put Prezi back in <laughs> see you later lads have, uh, have off you talk amongst yourselves I've had enough of them to, I've had enough of them to argue them finally we've achieved it we've got rid of yes. Prezi holy fantastic years. Not Great. for long, kids. <laughs> oh, that's creepy as hell. I know, but that's... Uh, it's Halloween. Halloween special coming soon. Is it? I don't know. Well, you're, we look at your face every week without warning. Halloween so. special, Brexit special. It's going to be a great night. Brexit will happen. Mark my words. We uh, the week after the Warsaw, we should all come in fancy dress. So you're going to come... You come early. Yeah, that's it. What's your, can, can we get back to the point, please? Of, it's going to be a given that Matt Preston... So you guys have stopped me on podcast. It's gonna be. It's gonna buy. It's gonna. It's, it's gonna be a given, isn't it, that he comes in? But would you play Shaughnessy in there and risk and risk losing what we need him in? I think I put Preston in. I don't, I don't think he'll drop. Um, well, I don't know. Part of me still thinks he might go back to a back uh, three, well, slash five, and, and and put Ben in there. I don't know. Mm. Some weird part of me thinks he might do it. Yeah, well, that I means, hope he doesn't. That means bringing CJ back in at left wing back. It doesn't. No, Otis could play there. This is not the differences between between Dempster and Dave is that Dempster doesn't play wing backs he plays wingers he plays more advanced he plays higher up so yeah but then that'd leave us with two defenders theoretically because Mal's not a left sided centre back ouch ouch Mal stay on the wing please so Mal so Mal I feel like they had an argument over Alex McDonald last week I feel like they're going to start an argument over Samal this week <laughs> no you can't argue with no I, I agree he needs to be if he's going to be anywhere he needs to be on the, I'm not I, what I'm saying is I think he might go back to back three I don't think I don't want him to but I just got this funny feeling that he might so I, it'd be interesting two o'clock on Saturday to see uh, what's going to happen uh, you know it's, it's not I, I guess in some good ways it's not predictable which means the opposition won't be able to predict it because if, if us as fans that watch us you know, week in, week out, and I like the mystery. The I love it. It's great. <laughs> it is. It's like a mystery murder, isn't it? Yeah. You know, it's obviously not an extreme, but uh, who knows? Who but killed who? And Nathan definitely killed Cam. 
that's my that's my thing working towards it um, yeah but yeah. what made me laugh as well in that interview he said about trying trialling uh, these three different formations that I'm sure for the majority of we've been playing a 4-4-1 because we've had a certain player off haven't we so uh, he's had to try out quite a few let's say that doesn't happen who's Saturday. that certain player Maeve mm, the one that might be coming back in on Saturday Oh, he loves stirring things up, doesn't he? <laughs> he loves stirring things up. Controversial Nathan Edge, as always. This <laughs> new series has done something to me, I tell you. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, comments from you guys coming in. Paul says, uh, Forest Green will be a big test for us and will give us those answers regarding have we turned the corner or not. Absolutely. Like I said earlier, the proof to how well you're developing and how well you're changing only comes in your next game. We're only as good as our next fixture, so it's it's a big week for us this week. Playing not only Forest Green away, but also Salford at home, who still have got a point to prove in the league as well. So it'd be interesting to see how uh, uh, that comes in. Uh, adding to the uh, Preston argument, uh, Roger says, "Gone off Preston being in the side. Just think, whenever he plays, we don't do so well." What's your thoughts on that? I agree. <laughs> see, the thing is, there. I think that's very easy to, to fall into the trap of. Uh, of going down the negative route for me I think he's an absolutely good defender good young defender perfect to highlight there but for whatever reason this season perhaps you know it's because he's not he's not playing under his mate anymore and yeah. Dave uh, but it, it's one of those things where we need to get behind him he's admitted he's made two mistakes two too many by the way um, and he needs to come out now and find that form it's a little bit like Maynard I think had he gone maybe another three four games without scoring regular people might have started I'd, jumping on his back I'd, I'd also add in the CJ to that yeah. that, that as well it's, it's, it, we probably are being a bit a bit harsh on him to be fair You know, he hasn't got off to a good start but last season he did play pretty well and so we know the ability is in there and it's same with CJ we definitely know the ability is in there but at the moment it's not happening for him but it doesn't mean he's a bad player they, they, don't, they do not become bad players overnight so it's about finding their form and about whatever's going on behind the scenes finding out why, what's causing them to not you know, not be performing at the moment and fixing that and bedding them back in so fair play you know if he comes back in on, on Saturday he hopefully proves us all wrong and puts in a good performance Jamie says I wouldn't play Preston he needs to sit on the bench he shouldn't be rewarded by getting pitch time I think that's a fair comment. I think if we were panicking because we'd got an injury crisis, I think it, it would go straight back in. But I reckon that bench would be a fair place well, to put him. Because that's the thing. It's like this, we, I know we haven't got an injury crisis, but we are still missing two key players, defensive players in White and Sweeney. So let's be honest about Shaughnessy. I like Seanus. I think he's an absolutely good prospect that we've got him on loan. But for me, I think he's a better midfielder. But put it this way: if we lose on Saturday and Preston's on the bench and Seanus say makes a mistake, people then will straight to John Dempster saying, "Why put him there? You've got Preston on the bench." I suppose that's yeah. is it worth the risk of losing a game just to give him a talent? I mean, he should. He's been disciplined behind the scenes. Did he not get a fine? Yeah, he got oh, a fine. Yeah. So he's been disciplined. You know, as, as much as I don't rate Preston at the moment, I. I get the point of putting him on the bench saying he doesn't deserve game time but if that sort cost of, us a game that's yeah. going to come back on John Dempster that's a big call to make Dempster can't win can he because if, no. if, if we lose and he doesn't play Preston it's why didn't you play Preston if we lose and he plays Preston it's why did you play Preston yeah. <laughs> there's only one option yeah, yeah but we're not playing Preston let's, we're playing Forest Green let's oh, hey. God's hey. sake yes <laughs> get in leave 
out. That's it. Red cards. I know it's. I know it's a piece of paper. I know we're soon with these red cards. I know our plums have been bad, but I think that's the worst one. Yeah. Simon, come back, please. Let's swap you out for him because. Yeah, I reckon you'd even pay up for the pound prediction game as well. Yeah, uh, yeah so I'm, I'm just saying. Uh, Simon also says in the comments, Preston for me is a liability, and at this stage, uh, where where we are, we are just finding our feet. Personally, wouldn't play him. Uh, everyone's entitled to their own opinions, of course. I, I think he's, he's going to play. If he plays, get behind him. If he doesn't play, fair enough, and get behind him when he does play. Let's just say that. Let's all be a collective together and, and push him in, in the right direction. It's 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 something we've got to do. Let's talk briefly about the FA Cup uh, draw, which I believe is mm-hmm. Monday night. Yeah, we are born number twenty five for that one. Please, 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 let us be the last team <laughs> drawn out. Why? Because if we're the last team drawn out, thirty six grand. Thank you very much. Don't have to play a game because. I don't know if this has ever happened before in the FA Cup, but obviously Berry's withdrawal from the league means that also. I think it would have um, happened at some point, but years and years and years ago. In 2000, summer, I think United, Man United played, were supposed to play, but chose to go and play in the Club World Cup instead. So that would third round, though, wouldn't it? So yeah. From first round, it would have been. So I, th- I think someone that. Uh, uh, I can't remember who it was. Someone played Villa away and lost and still went through. Like Darlington. I think. Anyway, the point is, Berry's <laughs> withdrawal from the Football League means they're not in the FA Cup, uh, which means that, like in the Caribou Cup, a team got a, a bye. The FA have decided that the way they're going to do it in this stage is because games have already been played, which is fair enough. Look at the draw, which which the FA Cup is all about. If the the last remaining ball in the pot on Monday will get a bye and will get the fee, the the fee for winning around one side which is 36 grand unless you can't your chest order, then you can do one so for me I would I would love to be the last ball in the pot get 36 grand for doing sod all put your feet up have a week off lads maybe go and play a friendly I don't know uh, but let's you know let's get through and, and, and progress and 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 have that and also be in the history books for a, a random obscure fact man on pointless at some point or one of my quizzes at some point in the future Mansfield Matters Podcast Series 12 I think we'd know that answer surely I'm are you sure wrong, I, reckon <laughs> I, could, I reckon I could have asked you to a question about what happened on Saturday and you wouldn't know the bloody answer true go on then no because you, because you now I've got to think of a question that you wouldn't know Wait, so. But anyway, on to the FA Cup. I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to the draw. I mean, it's always great. All the non-league teams coming in, so we could face the likes of Chesterfield and Notts County, you know, nah. teams that will probably never play again apart from the FA Cups, you know. And uh, Yeah, wouldn't that but be as, nice? as much as I would love <laughs> to get County in the first round, how funny would it be if Belper knocked them out? Oh, it would be, be hilarious, wouldn't it? It would be good. To be honest, I don't want County. I actually think they might turn us over the moment. But Chesterfield, <laughs> I'd take them any day at the moment. Well, County are on a bit of a run of form at the like, minute. Exactly. So. But it's FA amazing Cup. what happens when you get a decent owner and a decent manager, isn't it? Well, relatively decent players. <laughs> just a man, that's just what happens when you get a, into a bit of form. It's not not County matters; it's Mansfield matters. Let's go back to the original point. This happens every single yeah, week. Like, yeah, but non-league. Right, it's funny. We're we'll talking about the FA Cup, and it's so far the, It's the magic teams. of the FA Cup. So, would you part time? Isn't that question? Would you rather play a team in a higher division or a lower division? Right now lower division until we get to round three and then we can go for the big ones get the money into the club good away day I'd rather be the last ball out and get 36 grand for doing sod all what about you? <laughs> 
What would we do on the on the following Thursday evening at six pm ish? Six thirty. What would we do? Six thirty ish. Sorry, it was six pm. God, yeah, I forgot about content. Yeah, so what are we going to talk about? Oh yes, it was going to be that's an even better benefit because it means I don't have to look at cam for ninety minutes. I don't have to put all you two squabbling like two-year-olds over obscure things like McFlurries because it's loosely related to Alex McDonald and you two generally <laughs> one your by naming goalkeepers by naming other things by just doing silly little Funny things to, oh for god's sake the, can you see yeah last ball at 36 run I don't have to do a podcast with these two for a week bring it on you'll miss us one day when uh, yeah you'll miss when us when we're not here it's got a point it's actually got a point so <laughs> should we get back to the, uh, to, actual to the actual point the actual point is would you like the the opportunity to be the last ball out or would you take the game would you be more I'd would you be happy game. would you be happy would you be happier with a free weekend and 36 grand or a game and potentially being knocked out okay. game game <laughs> it depends who we play because we could end up somewhere like Shaw Lane again well, I know they don't exist that exist equivalent of and that would be good I'd, I'd, I'd want that I'd rather that good. than somebody in our own league we're playing up with someone like Morecambe at home draw 2-2 two two, get a replay then draw 2-2 two two again and get on time penalties which it will happen because <laughs> we know we can't take penalties <laughs> But I'd, I'd, I'd rather us have a game, you know. I Dover a win, a good, anyway. a good draw, hopefully, no. and, and progress. You get, you then get your thirty-six grand, um, you know, winning fee, and then you also get your ticket fee. So yeah, um, that's a fair point. You got to think about it. You got to think about the the business in a in a wider aspect. All right, I'll go anybody at home or somewhere where I've not been away. Dover yeah. away. No, not the, no, <laughs> no, no. Oh, for God's sake, kill me now. <laughs> Before that, we have more games coming up. We said a couple of weeks ago that the importance of a good October was there. So far, so good. 1-0-1 over Grimsby, 6-1 over Oldham. Two games coming up over the next week, Forest Green away and Salford. Uh, before we do the predictions, how important is it uh, to get through these next two games unbeaten? Four points minimum for me would be would, is what we need to aim for. Took the words out of my mouth there. I think four points is... Realistic is <coughs> a realistic target, and if we get six, then obviously, well, we'll be dancing. But um, Forest Green is the biggest test, and, and like you said earlier, Salford should not be underestimated. They they've got a lot of money, uh, and they've got something to prove. So they'll they'll want to come to Mansfield and, and and win. So it's going to be an interesting two very different fixtures. Really, it could be very interesting. Two, four, or six, Cam. What would you be happy with this time next week? points that is obviously I'd want six what realistically four would be enough for me because they're, they're not easy games by any stretch and I think uh, if if we are going to do anything this season and seriously contend for top seven or top three then we've got to go win at Forest Green I know it's a tough ask but we've got the team to do it and we look and obviously other than and other than Tyler and, and George Grant it's practically the same team that beat Forest Green back in February at home and drew with them away but they're not the same team uh, mostly the same team it's, that's the thing both teams have made small changes to strengthen the squad and, and to look at the contrast between the two they've had a fantastic start we've had a bit meh 
but we're getting there we're, we're finally starting to find his feet find his rhythm at the most important time of the season it doesn't matter how how you start the season it's how you finish and we're starting to get to that point where it's like right we've lost a few games now it's momentum building we started, time now, isn't it? especially towards Christmas you look at Christmas and you look at the fixtures in December plus if we then made it through in the FA Cup that's another fixture on top and of course the leasing.com trophy if we, we made that through well, that's another fixtures. one in December plus it's weather and you could get games called off and now is the time that we need to start building and it's fantastic like great happy clappy that we won two in a row let's not get too over the top let's go to Forest Green and build what what we need is uh, as you said there about building momentum what we ideally could do over the club is by Christmas time be in touching distance of the of the playoffs and and or, or something. No, we need to know. be in there. Well, I, 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 I we slightly disagree. There. I mean, obviously, we need to be in and around. But there. the difference is when we we sort of said this last year. Really, we were in there, but then when you're in there, you're there to be taken down. Whereas sometimes it benefits you to be out of there and and be one of the teams that make the. Um, I don't want to say last minute run but not be right up there just be sat comfortably just behind it because at the moment we're going to take a lot to get in there if we really want to be right up there so I'd at the moment accept being in touch and distance top and then, 10 top 10 yeah top 10 and then think right next year well less in your second half of the season we're chasing this now and we can go and get it talking of chasing things uh, I am on the lookout for uh, a good lawyer or a good uh, bailiff because Cam's bill seems to be mounting uh, quicker. We've than got a deal. Yeah, the deal is you bring your money every week and <laughs> put it in the pot. Uh, also, uh, as much as they squabble with each other, Nathan is also going down the, the same road I've as, got as, a, as, as Cam. I've got a down payment to my ears, 38p. No, I'm, I'm interested in the full amount. I'm not <laughs> interested in odds and sods. I'm interested in the full amount. So yet again, I'm the only person who's brought money and paying into the pot. I mean, Too bad unfair. This is your house. You can easily access money. We just forget because you don't give us a gentle reminder. See, this is, the, this is the situation I'm in. I could pay off my debt but then I'd also be like somebody not enough money for Saturday somebody fetch me a violin oh, no, somebody fetch me a face violin face. here's my £2 going in the uh, the pound prediction pot obviously two games to predict this, me- this week equals £2 uh, reminder of the rules we have to correctly predict the outcome of the game to score a point which means so far uh, me and Nathan are tied on uh, one point apiece Nathan correctly predicted the 2 all draw on the opening day at Newport I correctly predicted the 2 win away at Carlisle uh, I was closest last week uh, with predicting 3-1 but it doesn't count you have to be on the nail <laughs> closest but you're still three goals off yeah but still crazy game of football still absolutely, score absolutely. Um, so uh, with that in mind I will go to uh, Cam I'll come to you first this week first and Ooh. foremost your prediction for Forest Green away please Ooh, squeaky 1-0 win squeaky 1-0 win Nathan what are we going for squeaky 1-0 defeat oh he's gone for a defeat again He's, he's always I did on Saturday just call it up I just yeah. want to win Saturday absolutely uh, go on then I'm going to go with a draw I'm going to go for a uh, one all draw down there but I think we'll play I think we'll play well uh, and on the back of that one one all draw I think we will comfortably beat Salford 3-0 uh, Nathan what are you going to go with 2-1 win 2-1 uh, win and Cam to round things up 2-0 win 2-0 uh, win so we'll find out how we get on at the same time next week 
week where uh, Cam will be starting to put IOUs in the part and Nathan I will be starting that week what? <laughs> I knew that was going to be the reaction, yeah, so I'm, I'm not here next week. What? <laughs> Are you leaving the country? I am leaving the country, indeed. See, he owes two quid and he, leaves the, he, he, la- he leaves the country. Marbs matters. It is. Marbs <laughs> matters coming <sighs> next fall. Absolutely. Next so, fall? I'm not going to We're not. This is not an American voiceover for a Netflix series. <laughs> Marbs matters coming next fall. See, Only on right. Netflix. Starring Nathan Edge. Only on MTFC Matters. MTFC Matters. UK. So, in this podcast, we find out we've actually found an accent that Craig is worse at than Scottish. I don't know what you're trying to replace on, but my Scottish is fine. Thanks for watching, everyone. Uh, If you you said that over the weekend where I went, you'd you'd get punched. Uh, Well, there you go. I I don't know. I'm just. Let's leave it there. As you can see, this is the effects of a six-one win. We're happy. We're delirious. We're smiling, and we're hoping that the Alex McDonald is king. I'm not starting again. Uh, Yeah, please don't. And we're you're ruining my big finish here. Do you mind? Um, Thanks, Kara. Do you mind? Cheers, mate. <laughs> and we're hoping that the rain stays away because last season some of us went to Forest Green not once but twice. I don't want to do it again because let's face it, one journey to Forest Green is enough. Let's get through the next week uh, with at least a minimum for me of four points on the board. But how good would it be to get two back to back victories? Because that would really answer the question Have Mansfield Town really turned a corner? Join us next week at 6 30 ish uh, to find out if the Stags have turned a corner. Why? Because Mansfield matters. Definitely not Marbella, because that's where he's heading. Who will be replacing him next week as well? Join us to find out. I've been Craig Priest, he's been Nathan Edge, he's been Cam Felton. Thanks very much for watching for listening this is the show for the fans by the fans this is the Mansfield Matters podcast catch up on all things MTFC by heading to the website mtfcmatters.co.uk the views expressed in this broadcast are those of the individuals and uh, not those of their partner organisations etc etc yeah good night that pressure's not going to go away because as we climb the table there'll be pressure to be in the playoffs and if we carry on winning there'll be pressure to be in the top three so that pressure's not going anywhere it's a pressure that I'll, I'll embrace but of course it's a pressure you enjoy more with if you know you're headed in the right direction and you're at the table which I feel we are and, and you know, I've been harping on over the last month or so about us going in the right direction and performing how I want us to perform and I think Saturday's performance and result was coming Anybody actually check the weather forecast for Saturday yet? Rain. Rain. Great. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is, that's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. 
Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.